Welcome to Living Stones Church. We pray that this message impacts and touches your heart in such a great way. Enjoy the message. I want you to go out and make disciples. He's not talking to pastors right here. He's talking to any disciple, any believer, any person that will faith in the name of Jesus to go therefore and make disciples. Amen. Somebody give me an amen. Somebody give me a shout. Come on, tell me this word is making sense today. Uh, he's charged us, me, you. He put on a jersey, says Team Jesus. He says, hey, I've drafted you to go out and do the work. Amen? God shows us. Here's point number two for my notification. I am chosen by God to make disciples. I am chosen by God to make disciples. Now, that's so easy to say. It kind of rolls off the tongue nicely, doesn't it? I, I have been chosen by God to make disciples. I mean, it's like we're making a cake or something. Like, like, oh, I was chosen by God to go and make breakfast this morning, right? Like, like I was chosen by God to make disciples. To make disciples is one of the hardest things to do with your life. But it's also one of the most gratifying things you can do with your life. As you make disciples, you're going you're gonna to run into people who don't want to be them. They, they're very comfortable with just being a Christian. Are you with me? Like just coming and sitting in a chair. We talked about that a little bit last week. Did you like last week's message? Did you get the difference between Christians and disciples? I mean, yeah, it's everybody claims to be a Christian. Hey, I'm on team Christian. I'm a Christian. What, what does it mean to be a Christian? Does it mean to go to church on a regular basis, like every six weeks or so? Are you with me? But to be a disciple, to be a disciple is to see God in everything you do. To be a disciple is to see Jesus in everything you do with your life. It's being willing to do whatever it takes. Thank you for those of you that were praying for me now that I've gotten a second job. I, have, I, I made it through my first week. I'm still alive. Can you believe it? Oh, God is so good. And I, I want to tell you, he's ministering to people. I get to pray over people's cars. I've seen some of the nastiest cars. There is this one. I can't even repeat what I said about it uh, in church. But I, I, I just said that it smelled like a certain cavity. Of, of a person, are you with me? And as I'm cleaning this, and then I open the trunk and find there's a whole bag of trash in there that's been sitting there for two months. Of this car here. I'm like, I wonder it smells like this. I saw that some, something was back there eating at it. You know, like, are you with me? Because this one's been sitting there for a while. I'm like, dear Lord. So, so I got to experience some cool stuff. Are you with me? Like at my new job, cleaning up people's cars. I get to learn so much. This one guy ate so many nuts. I have to tell you. Like I, I, I'm sitting there like that. I'm like, how do you have this many nuts in the car? This is insane. Like, just every, I mean, he must have sat on the passenger side sometimes too, because I'm like, it, it's everywhere. I'm like, goodness gracious. So if that's any of your cars, I apologize. But I'm like, dude, bro, lay off the nuts. So, anyway, anyway, God shows you. God shows you. Go ahead and point your name. God shows you. God shows you to go into the world and make disciples. What qualifies you and me to be chosen? What qualifies us? We're not qualified, are we? We don't, we're, we're not trained for this. Come on. How many times at work do you say, that, that's not in my job description? I'm, that's not what I do. I was hired to do this job, not that job. I was hired to clean out the car, not, not take the trash out of you. Like, what's the deal? You know, but God qualifies he said yeah. you. He said that you were called. Yeah. He said that I chose you for such a time as this. I mean, think about think about how he chose his disciples and his apostles. What made them special? Fishermen? Nothing special. Are you with me? A tax collector? 
How about a zealot? You know what a zealot is? A zealot, a zealot in this in this term is, is somebody who's politically charged, and and they're willing to do whatever. I mean, a, a lot of what we would call we, today, it's those people that are, would strap a bomb to their body and go into a place and just destroy everyone because they believe something so radical. Are you with me? So he chose he chose Simon the Zealot to be one of his disciples. And then we're sitting there going, well, you can't shoot me. Like, I just work at the place down the street. I, I sit behind the desk, and how, I don't know about the Bible. Like, like I, can't, I can't even make it to small people. I'm working, and like, how am I supposed to do these things? How about a thief? He chose a thief. Yeah. He chose a thief. Judas Iscariot. Everywhere that you see them talk about him, it's safe. He was good with numbers, too. Come on, are you with me? Like we we know some very like really smart business guys that, that hand out things on the street. Are you with me? Yeah. This this is your yeah. this is your guy right here that you chose. Yeah. He chose that guy. He chose the guy that was gonna go go kill people. He chose the guy that was was out like healing, doing stuff. Are you with me? Yeah. These are his disciples. These are the people he's gonna depend on to get the word out that he's here. I mean, this is what every Jew has been waiting for their entire life from generation to generation to generation. And he chooses these degenerates to go out and spread the good news. Come on, somebody. He chooses you and me. A prosecutor of Christians, Paul. Paul, Paul became a, a, an apostle after Jesus' resurrection. How about we're rejected by the world, yet chosen by God? Come on, we're rejected by the world, but we're chosen by God. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the team. You made the draft. You made the draft. It's draft day, and he chose you to be on the team. Oh, you're if you're any more disqualified than these guys, I mean, you're you're on the right team. Are you with me? We're on the right team. You're not well spoken. You're on the right team. You don't you don't have all the skills and talents and abilities. You're on the right team. Guess what? This is how God does things. He's showing us exactly who He can use. And he could have chose anybody. He could have gone straight to the Sanhedrin and picked, picked the most astute and said, hey, I want you to be on the side. Are you with me? Mm, come on, somebody. In John chapter 16, verse 31, Jesus asked, do you finally believe? But the time is coming, indeed it is here now, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. Verse 33. I have told you all this, so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. Somebody say, take heart. Take heart, because I have overcome the world. Jesus is telling his disciples, you're about to go out all over the place and share the gospel. You're about to go out all over the place, all over the world, and bring the good news. And he's talking to each one of us. Can I tell you that not all of you will be at Living Stones Church when we go to a thousand people? God's going to call you to other places. He's going to move you around. The reason we named our church Living Stones is because God moves his living stones all over the place. He moves people into different places, into different things. And it's up to the church to train them and send them out. Are you with me? Like we can't be so hung up on holding as many people as we can. It's train them up and send them out. Are you with me? Discover, develop the form. We talked about that here. Right? Discover who God is. Discover who you are in Him. Develop your skills, talents, and abilities to be used for His kingdom. And then deploy out into the world. 
Thank you for my wireless mic. I get to move around now. Pete got this his camera back that moves around with me. So hello to everybody online. Right? He's, he's back there just trying to follow me along. It's, uh, poor guy. Pray for Pete. Pray for Pete. Ah, you know what? So much of what we've gone through in life is what we feel is false. When you think about it, when you think about how many times when you in, when you're in school and you got in front to do a, a presentation and you just choke, remember that? And you're like, I'm not meant to be a public speaker. It's too hard for me. I can't do this. Come on, and anybody think like hey, that's for somebody else? You know, when I was in college, I, I went to the University of Phoenix and they do a different kind of learning there. And, and the way that they do things, instead of having to do a final after every class, you have to do a presentation. Well, I was doing computer work with all these nerds, it was awesome. Because you know what? All the nerds wanted to do all the work. They're like, I'd rather sit behind a computer and code and do all these things, but doing a presentation, no thank you. So you know what I got to do? Hello. <laughs> I got to do the presentation, right? I'm like, you do this work, you do that work, and I'll do the presentation, and we're all good. This will be incredible, right? And they're like, sweet, I don't have to stand in front of people. You see, it's just finding your part, finding what God can do in it. Are you with me? All the hard things that happen in our life make us feel disqualified. Our experiences make us feel weak and powerless. Think about it. Think about the last time that you sinned and what we knew about it for you. Just knowing God, you sinned. Maybe you were in your car by yourself and somebody cut you off, right? And all of a sudden you're you're telling them they're number one, right? <laughs> and you sinned right there and you're thinking like, oh yeah, I have that truth sticking on the back of our car oh. right? Think about the times where, where you were in a dark room and nobody was awake and you did something you shouldn't have done, right? Think about all those different times where, where sin got the better of you. And it's those times where we start to feel like, this is why I'm not fault. This is why I can't, I can't do the representation of Jesus. I mean, and then we think about the disciples. How many things did they do? Simon the Zealot. How many things did they do, Paul? How many things did they do, Matthew? Ripping people off. How many things did they do that made them disqualified to be the disciples? Disqualified to be the apostles? Disqualified. For a lot of us, that's what that's what gets us to know. God, you can't do me. I messed up too much. I'm no good. If you knew all the things I did, you couldn't do me. Listen, God has made a way for us to have peace in our heart. Somebody say peace. So we're just reading that scripture right there. In verse 33, it says, I have told you all this so that you would have peace in me. He's like, I already know how jacked up you are. I'm telling you that I already know where you're going to mess up tomorrow. I already know, but I still chose you. I still chose you. I know that you're going to fall short. Listen, Peter didn't stop falling short after he met Jesus. Did anybody remember all the things that Peter did? How many times he had to put his foot in his mouth? This guy, right, where he's telling Jesus, no, don't don't wash my feet. I, I'm not worthy. It's like, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. Right? This is what Jesus is saying to him. He's like, basically, put your foot back in your mouth, Peter. Like, stop. Like, I got I got to wash. And then Peter puts his foot, the other foot in his mouth because he didn't get done. And now he says, well, then don't just wash my feet. Wash all of my body. Then, right? He's trying to be the teacher's pet. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Peter walks on water, yet he's also the only one that drowned out there for a minute. You know? Like he got to experience a lot of cool things in God, but he also screwed up over and over and over. And then when Jesus came back from the dead, then Peter, Peter got, he's like, oh man, and he gets fired up again. But then a couple months later, he's just hanging out with his other Jewish buddy, not doing what he's supposed to be doing. 
And then Paul comes in and confronts him, and Peter doesn't like that. Are you with me? Like, Peter didn't stop screwing up when he met Jesus. How many of us fit that same description where we're going like, oh my gosh, like, I thought I'd be better now that now that I know God. I thought I'd be better now that I'm going to church. And yet, I still go back to my sin. I still go back to my old self for a minute. I still mess up. I still go back to my old friends. What's wrong with me? This is why I'm disqualified. I'm not disqualified. Jesus said to Peter, in the same breath that he said, get behind me, Satan, he also said that you're going to be the rock if I build my church. He's talking to each of us. He's saying, listen, I know you're going to screw up. I know you're going to mess up, but keep seeking me. Keep coming after me. The only way you're going to become better is the more time you spend with him. Are you with me? The more you become his disciple. Amen. Come on. Are we still excited? Our experiences make us feel weak and powerless. But God has made a way for us to have peace and to take part. Come on. Just like the scripture says. Have we been beaten down by life? Come on. Have we been beaten down by life? Jesus is here so that we may have peace and take heart. Have, have your own choices left you in disarray and brokenness? Come on. Have, have peace. Take heart. Come on. Somebody say have peace. Somebody say take heart. Have your addictions got the better of you? Have peace. Take heart. It's going to be okay. He's going to get you through it. Have peace. Take heart. And this one, when I was writing this, this one really hit me, and I feel like it's going to hit somebody really hard this morning. Has divorce plagued you with guilt and despair? Have peace. Take heart. God will still use you. God has still got you. Listen, those things that happen to you, those things that even happen to you because of your own choices, God will still use for his glory. Are you with me? All those addictions, those things that you had a hard time getting over or you haven't fully gotten over yet, God will still use, and he'll still use you in the middle of your stuff, in the middle of your junk. Give it to him. Let him use you. Have peace. Take heart. He's in it with you. He's not going to leave you. He hasn't left you behind in the middle of this. Listen, he's still got you. You're still on his radar. He's like, listen, of all the people I could have given breath today, I chose you. Because I know you can get over this. I know you can do this. If you'll seek me, if you'll come after me, God's going to use your life to bless other people. I just all right. We're just going to polish that up right there. Come on, somebody. That anointing just flew all over you. So good. So, so good. He's going to use that. He'll replace your guilt with his glory. Come on. Come on. He'll bring purpose from your pain. And he'll use your sorrow and give you strength. Come on, somebody. Isaiah 61 verse 3 says, To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks. Somebody say great oaks. That the Lord has planted for his own glory. And you think about great oaks, right? We think we have the, the blessing of having, having that here in California. Has anybody gone to see the great oaks, like these huge trees that you can walk through the middle of some of them, drive through the middle of some of them, right? It's insane. But you look at those things and you're like, nothing is moving that. They are standing fast. Think about your life. He's taking your despair and he's giving you purpose. He's taking all these things from you and he's giving you strength. And you think of them great oaks. He's like, no. When all things else fails, you're going to stand firm. You're going to be okay when you trust Him. Are you with me? Let God do the rest. Amen. Point number three, and we finish them off. 
people going out once of God for the answer. Point number three, I am chosen by God for greater things. I'm chosen by God for greater things. Now, Tony was so cool and he showed me the picture um, that, that, uh, that, that he showed my, my brother Evan over here of, uh, of uh, a, uh, the, the San Francisco 49ers on the side of a cheese grater and, and then the, 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 the Packers getting great. Are you with me? And I said, oh, you got to go tell him that he's meant for greater things, right? <laughs> that's, that's, that's Pastor Justin right there. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Meant for greater things. That's it. That's it. Get your boss and ruins do the um that pattern step away. But uh, no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I am chosen by God for greater things. In first Peter two, verse nine, it says, But you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful life. It's drafted for the kingdom of God. It's drafted for the kingdom of God. And he chooses you. He chooses you. In your mess, there's a message. In your mess, there's a message. Come on. In your mess, there's a message. Somebody is going through what you've already gone through. And you think of it as shame. Oh, I don't want to go back there. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that old life. I'm new in Christ Jesus, and I'm glad you declare that over yourself. But can I tell you that that old life, someone is still living it. And if they knew that you got out of it, if they knew what you've gone through, if they knew what God did in and through your life, what could that do for them? Listen, like, this will sound ridiculous, but I had these thoughts before. I'm like, God, why couldn't I have like a drug addiction? Like, why couldn't I have some of these things so that I can minister to people? Like, is there things I never got to do with my life that I could have helped other people? I don't want it, right? Pastor AJ's like, no, dude, you don't want this. Like, he's like, he's like, it's not that fun, I'm telling you right now. And not that I wanted to have a drug addiction, but I wanted to reach someone knowing what they went through. See, Pastor AJ can reach somebody with that stuff, but I can't. But he can't. And you've gone through something, and you have your own issues in your life that God wants to use for his glory. And if you'll realize that those things aren't meant to beat you down, but be a platform for you to stand on, for God to use for his, for his honor and glory, oh my gosh, it changes your life. For me, it was being an introvert. Like a lot of people, are, they're scared to talk to people. And that, most people don't believe that I was an introvert. Like, like I'm a recovering introvert. Are you with me? I'm still recovering. To this day, like when, when COVID happened, are you with me? Like I was excited. Like I get to sit on my couch at, on a Sunday morning while I, I mean, I don't have to talk to anybody. I just sit in my pajamas. Like where are my introverts at? You're with me. Like COVID was a blessing. You're like you're, you're forcing me to stay in my house for the next for for two weeks to slow the spread. <laughs> two months to two years to right. right? Like, I'll be honest, I'm pretty fired up. Like, I get to sit in my office and record my message on a Tuesday and then sit in my pajamas on Sunday and just chat with people online. This is going to be great. Like, I was fired up out of my mind. Like, this is awesome. I get to preach to my closet. It doesn't they give me dirty looks or look at me like, well, you're not theologically sound in this exact moment, right? Like, no judgment, right? This is great. But listen, that was, that's my platform. It's something that God got over in my life. So that I'd stop being afraid of who I thought I couldn't be and let God use me for how He wanted to be. I mean, He took Matthew right out of his tax collector's booth. 
I mean, we could have met him on the street on the way to work and said, follow me. But no, he waited until he was at work. And everybody else is judging him, right? And they're all mad that he's sitting there. And then he pulls him out. Are you with me? I mean, he could have done the same thing with the guys fishing. He could have knocked on their door in the middle of the night and said, hey, come follow me. No, he did it right in the middle of their work day. Come on. God wants to use you. He wants to use you for his glory. It's draft day, and you've been chosen. Amen? It's draft day, and you've been chosen. Can I get my worship team to come back up here? Yeah, we're going to really go on time. Pastor Sarah hasn't lifted up a time clock to tell me I'm doing terrible. No, she's, she's, she's always so so uh, encouraging in this. She's like, 10 minutes faster, 5 minutes faster. But the truth is, she didn't get to get it out because I still got like 30 minutes. Are you with me? It's only almost an hour. Chelsea doesn't want to do that. Chelsea doesn't do that. We can pray for Chelsea. We can pray for Chelsea. She likes the Broncos. She needs an extra prayer. Oh, that's not what I meant for. Maybe she likes the Raiders. I don't know. Oh. See, there we go. That's, that was what I was supposed to get when I took the Broncos. Messed the whole thing. Anyway, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna take some time. We're gonna take some time to worship together. But I wanna I wanna let the Holy Spirit just do what He does best. Because you know what? You walk in here thinking like, okay, it's football season. I could be home watching the game. I'm recording it, right? But you're here. You're here. You know what? You're here because you wanted a word from the Lord. And the word is you're chosen. The word is that he picks you. He drafted you. And no matter how much junk that you have on your resume, he still wants you. Amen? And so I want to take this time while we're while we're kind of worshiping if we can play something we can kind of do. I guess we don't have a keyboard anymore. But if you play keys and you know how to play keys, you're welcome to come be a part of all this stuff. Yeah, piano. Uh, we need a pianist up here. But uh, bass just doesn't have quite the same feel as it. It's not a bad feel. I kind of like it. I'm just going to say that right now. We let the Holy Spirit move in that. Come on, knock some things down. Huh? Chris is coming. Chris is coming? Oh, where is he? He's on his way. Okay, Chris is coming. He's on his way. All right. Father, we just give just you the glory today. It's not Chris's fault I ended way or <laughs> But you know what? This is the important part. Where we engage our hearts with Holy Spirit. If I never preach the word, but the Holy Spirit will allow me, then it's going to be perfect. The Holy Spirit, we just give you permission today to move in our minds, to move in our hearts. We give you permission to touch people's lives today. I'm, I'm praying right now, as, as every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're, if you're here today, and I want you to just picture your resume. Picture your resume and all the sins on it. All the things you screwed up in. I know it's fun, it's more fun to think of all the good things you've done, but I want, I want, to, I want to read the other side of your resume. What are all those other things? What's all that other junk that you carry around with you? And as you're picturing that, you're picturing the sin, you're picturing the stuff that nobody knows. They don't want anybody to know. But you know the problems. And you're picturing that paper at home. I want you to picture that paper just lighting on fire, just on the corner, right now. Like it's not even touching the words yet. It just, it's just on the corner of the paper. And as you watch those flames just kind of go up the paper real slow, it starts to touch that first sin and start to erase it. And you're watching that stuff just start to disappear and become ash. 
And so I think even as we read that scripture, that he looks beauty from ashes. Think about that path from that stuff is burning away. Every sin, every word is just burning away and falling to the ground as ashes. And all that's left is you. Beautiful, clean, made new. As we think about that for a moment, we think about what God can do, the difference that He can make in our life, the change that He can make in our life. We can see Him move in the midst of it all. Make that shift, make connection. I can see Him sending Peter right in front of you to sweep up that ash. Just sweeps it up, looking at him, smiles at you, knowing that he had all the same mistakes, all the same times that he put his foot in the ground. And he welcomes you to the king. Well, I know I have a lot to praise God for. Because even after he burns my, my sins to ash, it's funny how I go and reprint it. I don't have new ones. I rebuild my resume. And it says, give it to me again. Give it to me again. I'll bring it up again. I'll make it new again. If you're here this morning and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, I want to invite you to know him. Not to know about him. Not to know how to read the Bible and all those things. Those are good things, beautiful things. But I want you to know him for real. I want you to have a relationship with Jesus, a relationship with God. And if that's you here today, and you don't have that, we can honestly say, like, hey, yeah, I've been a Christian, but I don't know if I've been a disciple. I think I'm ready to go to the next level. I want to see how deep this, this road goes. If that's you here today, with every head down that close, if that's you, you pray to God, and you just say, hey, that's me. I'm ready to fully surrender. Or you can see a couple more times you tell anybody else. And you're just like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go to this next level with Jesus. I'm ready to fully commit. I don't know if I'll be perfect after this. I probably won't be. I won't be. But I'm willing to commit. And say, God, I want to be a disciple. I don't want to just be a Christian. I'll be a disciple. So anybody else in here today? I saw those two things. There's probably some hands going up online. If you're watching online and that's you, you put in the chat saying, hey, I'm raising my hand. That's me. That's me. That's me. I want to give my life to Jesus. And if you raise your hand this morning or you're raising your hand online, I just want you to pray. Maybe you're listening to this podcast three years from now. Wherever you're at. I just want you to pray with me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I give my life to you. I surrender. God, I've messed up. And I continue to mess up. I thought I wasn't qualified to be around. But now I realize that I have to be. So that I can be cleansed. So I can be made new. And you can give me purpose for the pain. So God, I can live my life. I ask that you forgive me for my sin. And I promise to come after you as much as I possibly can. In Jesus' name I pray. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. Come on, someone lift up a shout this morning.
Shout out his praise because he burned all that junk up right here. That's why we can shout out his praise because that's no longer on your resume. Amen. We can shout out his praise because we're made brand new. Come on. There's joy in the house of the Lord today. And we won't be quiet. We'll shout out his praise. Come on. Come on. You know, I just want to sing that again. Can we do that again? I want to do that again. I want to do that again. Make sure it got totally burned up. Now we're royalty.
we shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. We shout out your praise. Mm. Come on. I got his word. He's so worthy. He's so worthy. Christopher, you are tall, man. Don't sit back there. You are tall, dude. Yeah. That's right. It's a great thing. You know what? I want you to be one silly. Just be your silly self. Yeah. That's, that's what God made you to be. Are you with me? Just be your silly self. Just, just let it out. Yes. Just be yes. you. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. Jesus loves it. He made you a specific way. Just be who He called you to be. Be who He called you to be. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Kristen, I love you, dude. I love you, man. That was terrible. terrible. Your king said, it's, it's okay, friend. Two, two seasons in a row we got to be in the playoffs. That's just how that works. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We might make it to the playoffs. We'll see what happens. But, Chris, uh, I just want to pray for you. Can you slip up your hand, sir? Father God, I just pray for this young man. I know he's called to great things. I know he's called to be a minister in the kingdom. And God, I just declare over him right now that, that no other thing can take and distract him. I just pray against distractions right now in the name of Jesus. I pray that he hears your voice and every other voice that's tuned out. God, that he's paying attention to you and he's going after your calling. He's going after who you say he's to be. And so God, I just thank you right now that he's becoming the man that you called him to be. I just pray that as those distractions head out, as they don't have any more purpose in his life, I just pray, God, that he'll be on the fast track to who you call him to be. I pray that he's on the fast track to learning and growing and discovering and seeing the fullness of what you're going to do in his new life. So I just thank you for that right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Amen. 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 Ray, can you come up here, dude? Come here, buddy. Come on, man. I want you to stand right here next to me. I met this dude at a, at a concert. We were at a concert in Augusta, and uh, he just said, Pastor Justin, I don't know you, but I know I have to be. I have to be around you, and I have to go do ministry. And he's like, I'm as crazy as you are. And so, God, I just pray. I pray, God, that you use Ray. You use Ray the way you intended him to use. God, I just pray over him, his family, his wife, his kids. I just pray for unity in ways that only you can do, God. I pray for breakthrough in only ways that you can do, God. And so, Lord, I know this man is a man after your heart. He wants to see your fullness. And so, God, I just pray on his behalf. Your word says that two or more are gathered together in your name. There you are in the midst. And so, God, we are believing for breakthrough. We are believing for breakthrough. God, I know this man was made to minister. I know he was made to bring the gospel and to shout out your praise. And so, God, I just pray right now that you'll open doors. You'll close doors that no one can open. And you'll open doors that no one can shut. And so, God, I just thank you right now for the blessing that you pour out on this man. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Come on. I love you, dude. I love you. Oh, yeah. So this is what it's like to come back up early. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. This girl's so full of love. I love seeing her at YouTube. Oh, my goodness. And she's a leader. She, she's got it in her. There's so many times where... Trying to play it cool and be cool with all the other kids, but I see I see this inquisitive phase in you where you're always just seeking the heart of God more like is, is this how God moves? Is this what's happening? And so God, I just pray over Ruby right now, Lord, that she become the woman you called her to be. 
I believe that one day they're gonna they're gonna call you pastor. Too. They're gonna call you pastor. Too. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pastor a church alongside your husband one day. And so God, I just pray over her husband, Lord. I pray that that dude is on the straight and narrow, Lord. And I, I pray for him because I know his dad and I are gonna make sure he's as well interrogated before he ever gets close to her. And so God, I just pray God that that she wouldn't play with the riffraff, Lord. I just pray that no other no other boys no other other nonsense would even come into her life and have, she wouldn't give any attention to it. God, I just pray, Lord, that you prepare her to be the woman she's called to be, that you prepare her husband to be the man he's called to be, and that they find each other on the road if they're both sick and lame. And so, Lord, we just thank you right now for who you called Lydia to be. I thank you, God, that she's going to be a minister. I thank you, Lord, she's going to be on television, that she's going to be used just preaching the gospel, and, and I, I just see just an anointing over you. There's going to be an anointing there. I, I'm one day I'm going to be calling you to say, hey, what, what, did, what did you get out of that? That was some good stuff that you pulled out of the word right there. And I just want to know what the Lord's speaking to you. So God, I just thank you for, for women like her who will lead our lead, lead this next generation. And so God, I just give that to you right now in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Kind of, I don't know if the word scared is good, but I'm going to ask this question, and I think it applies to a lot of people, but someone is going to receive this word specifically from that. But who, who in here is struggling financially? Like, like you're just like, I need a blessing financially from the Lord. Yeah, I see a lot of hands going up. A lot of hands going up. I knew that would be a big one for everybody. But to someone in here, God has given you a vision to start a business, and you're afraid to start it because you've never had a business before. You're not even sure if you could do it. You're not sure all the ins and outs of how to do it. And because of that, you've worked for this same type of companies over and over and over again because it's your skill set. But God's asking you to start a business, and you're like, but how? I just don't know how. Maybe I should send somebody to me to teach me how. I want to pray for you right now, and I want you to be fervent in this prayer. Fervent in seeking God. Say, God, I heard you. I know that you said to start this business, so I'm going to take a step of faith, and I'm going to see you through. I'm going to see you at your word. I'm going to, I'm going to call you out, God. If you're saying I can do this, I'm going to step out in faith, but you got to catch me because I don't, I can't catch myself. And so if that's you right now, I just, I just pray a special anointing, a special blessing over you. That, that, that people are going to come into your life, but I, I really feel like God's saying, nope, you got to take the first step. If you don't take the first step, I can't meet you there. If you're going to hold on to your security, you'll never get to see the fullness of what God has for you. And so you're going to have to let go. You're going to have to take a step. It's going to be scary. It's not going to make sense. You're going to have, It's going to be all on faith. But if you'll come out on faith with me, you'll walk on water, you'll experience things, you'll do things in the spirit that you never thought possible. And God's going to bless it. So God, we just ask for that blessing to pour out on them right now. I don't know who that is, but I, I can just sense that that's something that's hitting you hard. You're like, hmm, how could you know that? I didn't. Holy Spirit did. God did. And he wants to touch you in this way. He wants to use you in this way. But because you're fired, you have to, you have to turn it on. If you don't turn it on, you're never going to see it. And so God, we just thank you right now that you're blessing those that are in need of financial breakthrough. Financial breakthrough is going to come through your faith. It's going to come through your faith. 
but love each other for the next nine minutes. Get to know somebody in here that you haven't met before. Uh, find out what they do for fun. Find out where they go to lunch. Maybe we can go to lunch together. We don't have to buy each other lunch, but we can at least eat next to each other, right? Come on. Like, whatever you want. If you want to buy someone lunch, that's good. Uh, we love you. Have an amazing week. Let's fill this place up next week so that we have a good excuse to go back to the big room. How's that sound? So, all right, we love you. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this message blessed your life in such a powerful way. Come visit us here at Livingstone's Church in person at Dorothy McElhinney Middle School in French Valley, California, every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. You can also watch us online on our YouTube channel, Facebook, Church Center, or at livingstones.tv. If God is using this ministry to touch and impact your life, and you would like to consider partnering with us in your giving, you can do so by giving in the Church Center app or by going to livingstones.tv giving. We hope you have a wonderful week.